Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Senapanaratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today, I have peppermint herbal tea because it's like a candy cane tea. And I have some spritz cookies all given to me by great friends of this podcast. So thank you so much. Um, So let's get real. I want to come back to our trip to Belgium. So I want to talk a little bit about what happened in Belgium. I did one where I had hardly any voice and absolutely no energy. Uh, It was right before I went into the doctor, found out I had pneumonia and all kinds of fun stuff to go with that. And so I want to talk a little bit about our trip to Belgium. So we have been to Belgium before. We've actually, um, we went two years ago when my daughter was 14 um, and the reason I say about her age, because that tells me how old I am, I think. So I kind of, you know, how you have like benchmarks, her ages are my benchmarks. So we went back and I knew going back that this is one of her top three schools for college that we were going to. We went to CTS, which is Continental Theological Seminary is what it's called. And we decided to just spend our entire time there and not move around the country. Now, when you go to Europe, I just have to tell you, for those who have not been to Europe, it is one of the most amazing places you can go. In fact, if God ever let me move and was like, Jenny, where would you like to move? I'd be like, Lord, I want to go to Europe. I don't care where in Europe. I'm willing to go anywhere in Europe. Just let me go to Europe. I mean, I have some of my faves, which I'm not going to talk about now, but that I'd be like, Lord, I'd go to this country or I'd go to this town. But um, when you get there, you can really go anywhere. It is pretty easy to get around. It is really simple and fun. Their transportation is amazing. Their food is great. At least this time it was really good. And so we got there, we got off the train Um, and it was super simple to get into the country, which you love. In fact, we landed in Amsterdam and our airplane was on the runway longer than it was in the air. Our, I think we were in the air for 18 minutes to get from Amsterdam to Brussels, Belgium. It was kind of (laughs) crazy. Um, so we were waiting on the, you know, on the tarmac longer than we were actually in the air. And in that amount of time, in 18 minutes, we had a snack and water given to us in that amount of time. Like, these people are just incredible. I just, kudos to you. Anyway, so we got there and um, right away I asked them to take us to the grocery store because I knew that we would probably have a little kitchenette, which we did. Um, we actually had a full free fridge and no toaster, which was, I learned how to make toast on the like griddle, which was really weird. Um, but I made it work, right? I made grilled cheese sandwiches and made some toast a couple days before I got sick. But let me tell you about their grocery store. It is whenever you can go to a foreign country or even a town that's not like yours, go to their grocery store. It tells you so much about the culture and about people. And I just absolutely love a grocery store, especially in a foreign country. So you can you have to pay for your cart, which I'm very comfortable with because I go to Aldi here. <laughs> they had the fresh squeezed orange juice machines which I had to do. It was my first time seeing them 
all over and I've never done them. And this time I was like, I'm spending the money. We are absolutely doing this. And then when I went back later, I found out if you have one of their little cards, you get this little like scanner that I got when we were married and you went around and registered at Target and you scan your food and then you just pay for it all at the end. You don't have to rescan your food. You just put it in the basket, put it in your usable, reusable um, bags because they don't have bags and you just pay for it. It was amazing. I'm like, this is great. Now, when we were in the grocery store, I did go a little wild and got some stuff that I really wanted to try and ran into someone at the grocery store that was from the U.S. She, I was sitting there and my daughter and I were trying to talk about jam and figure out what kind of jam we wanted on our toast. Um, and I ended up getting those little teeny jams because I remember as a kid that someone gave my family like the little mini jars of jam for Christmas one year. And it was such a delight that every time I see mini jam, I get excited. So I bought mini jams. Anyway, so this lady was like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, we're from the U.S.? And she was like, no, I mean, where are you from in the U.S.? And I'm like, Minnesota. And she was like, I'm from Montana. And then she proceeded to help me out in the grocery store, which was huge because I couldn't find like butter. I was like, where's butter? Like I saw margarine and I was like, but I really would like butter. I'm not a margarine girl. And she was like, oh, I will help you. And then I'm like, what kind of bread should I get? And she's like, this is like, she was so wonderful. She took me to the chip aisle. Like it was just really fun. I got to know her and talk a little bit about why she had moved to Brussels. She'd been there for 20 years and got to hear her story. It was really fun. And You know, you can make friends anywhere, right? I just absolutely loved it. And the one thing that I love about grocery stores there is you do not need to buy all the water in the case. So they have like cases of soda and water. You can buy one, you can buy three, or you can buy the whole case. You just rip it open and take what you want. Because I said, what's happened? Has someone stolen? Is this like a high theft area? What's going on? And she's like, no, sweetie, you just buy what you want. And I was like, this is incredible. It was so fun. I really enjoyed that experience. Then we got to our room at CTS and it was not a room. Last time we had like one room. My daughter slept on the floor and that was perfectly fine. She's very content wherever she is, which I love about her. She's just super flexible. But she had her own room. We had two bedrooms, a bathroom, a living room, and a kitchen. I felt like I was in a palace. Now it was smaller than my regular home, but it was so fun. I just was like, this is amazing. And it was such a God thing because I didn't know that I'd spend my eight of my 10 days in Belgium in bed. Like I had no idea that was what God had, like not God, but what was in store for me. And to have all this space where Kevin didn't need to be in my German fested, you know, space, he could go on in the kitchen and living room and, you know, do life (laughs) was such a blessing. So we got there, we went to, you know, unpacked, got everything ready, because that's who we are. We don't like to live out of suitcases, but that's a different story. And then we got to go to church on Sunday morning. And guys, if you have never been to a church in a foreign country, um, it's time. Like it is time to try something outside your comfort zone, because it will do a couple things. First of all, it will 
I remember sitting in the Japanese church and they are sp- they are singing in Japanese. They are singing verses, songs that I know, even though I don't know the words. You know, they're singing songs that I know. And I just sat there with tears streaming down my face. And it was the same when I was at Belgium. Tears streaming down my face going, it is amazing to me that my God is big enough to be worshipped all over the world. And these people love God as much as I do. And they have the same, they're singing the same songs I'm singing and they're reading the same Bible I'm reading. And it was just such an encouragement to me. And so I got to get up and give a five minute little, yay, Jesus loves you kind of moment. And I had been up all night because jet lag, you just don't sleep all the time. And so I'd been up all night. I'm exhausted. I got up. I did my five minutes. My husband got up and he preached and had a translator and it was really fun. And then afterwards, I got to meet a lot of the people in the church and hear their stories and hear about who they are and why they're at this church and what they're doing in life. And it was incredible. I met a lady from Zimbabwe and her husband had just gotten in the week before and she spent a a year away from him with her five kids. So her five kids live with her in Brussels and he's been stuck in the other country for over a year and he finally got a visa to come to Brussels for a couple months to be with his family and I was like wow like I want to gleam from you I want to learn from you and so I it was just honestly it was a blast and then we got to go out to eat and I'm telling you, I said this in my last podcast, best food I've ever had. It was so good. We went to a Chinese buffet with a missionary that um, was from that area, from China. And it was, I mean, it wasn't authentic, obviously, because we were in Brussels, but it was so good and such a great conversation. And I was beginning to fade at this point. There was just something in me going, I am exhausted. I hadn't slept. And I'm like, I'm fading. And we finally, my husband actually had one more service to speak at. And so we dropped him off back at the church after dinner. And he spent three hours there before service. And we went back and I got back to the room to our little apartment is what I'm going to call it. And I crashed. And I did not leave that bed for four days. Um, Literally did not leave the bed other than to get up and get some water, use the restroom and take a shower. And that's all I did for four days. It was like, I can't even describe. I don't know that I've been that sick in years and years since I worked at a school and all the germs were always around you. Now, while I was in bed, my husband and daughter got to go be a part of the school. My daughter went to a party. (laughs) She got to go to classes. She went to small groups. They went to lunch and they went to dinner with all of the students. My husband played ping pong um, with the students that anybody that could beat him, he'd send them a book and every one of them beat him. But that's okay. He had fun. And they really got to experience um, the time there. And I'm coming kind of to a close. I have a lot more to share and I'll probably share it in a next episode. But there was a moment when I was laying in bed and it was about day four that I was like, Lord, why did you bring me here? I have no medicine. In fact, I had no Kleenexes and I had a cold and pneumonia and I'm coughing and it was just a complete and utter mess. And I was having a hard time breathing. I mean, this is not fun. 
And I, like, I had no Kleenexes, I had no medicine, like, I just felt very, very isolated, which I was, because um, <laughs> it was just me in the apartment. And I remember I was sitting there going, Lord, why am I here? Like, what's the purpose of this? I could have stayed home, I could have saved the money for the airlines and stayed home. And I remember just kind of crying out like David, not because I was in the space that David was. No one's ever hunted me to kill me like David and like, woe is me, kill my enemies. That's not really where I was. But I was like, Lord, I am feeling sorry for myself right now. And there was just a sense of peace that came over me. I didn't hear anything. There was nothing profound that was said. In fact, I don't know that God wasn't like, I don't know why you're here. Why are you here? You know, I, he did not say that. But <laughs> there was just a sense of peace that came over me. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust that you've got a plan for this. And honestly, I don't know what that plan was or honestly why I was there because I was not any help. I was not... Um, part of anything. Really, I did very little. Well, I did some. I'll talk about that later. But I don't know why I was there. And I don't know why I had to be home away from home and be that sick. Like it is never fun to be sick. But to be away from home and be sick is yucky and not fun. And I just wanted to encourage you that there are times in your life that you walk through a season that you don't know why you're walking through it. And you never get the answer of why you're walking through this season. You just have no clue. You're like, this is miserable. This is horrible. And I don't know why I'm walking through the season. And you may never get the answer. But God can bring you peace in the midst of that chaos and that hurt and that horrible situation. God can bring a peace that passes all understanding. And that's what he gave me. And did I feel better? No. Was I healed? No. And is it almost four weeks later and I'm still rasping a little? Yes. I don't know why I had to walk through that, in, even though it was a really short season for me. Four weeks is nothing compared to what a lot of us walk through. But I know that God has brought me peace in the midst of this and said, I'm here. Even though you don't see me, you don't feel me, you don't know why you're here, I'm still here. The Lord was still walking beside me and would give me peace. And I pray that in your circumstance right now. I pray that you may not understand. You may never get answers to why you're walking through what you're walking through. But I pray that you know that God's walking with you and that he can bring you peace. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. We are booking for 2024 for August through December. If you are looking for speakers, Kevin and I are available. Um, <laughs> I pray that you know that no matter what you're walking through right now, God's walking with you and he will bring you peace and he will bring you through it. You may never know why you're walking through this, but you do know, please know that God's walking with you. Have a great day.